Thank you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. I appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Thank you, thank you. Hey, how's everybody doing? That's good, that's good, that's good, that's good. So it's 30 minutes, right? 30 minutes? Okay. Hope you all are doing exceptionally well. I really do believe that I have a word that's going to bless you all to help you guys and gals understand your identity. If I was to give a title, to today's message, the title would be, Who Are You? How to properly invest in the real you. The scripture that I'm gonna be reading from today is a, a very, very dear scripture of mine, one of my favorite ones, and after I read it, I'll pray, and we'll get right into some points. The verse says in Psalms 139, 13 through 14, it says, for you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this opportunity of giving me to pour into this generation. Lord, you're a generational God. Not, not one of these individuals you have forgotten. When they was formed and then in their mother's womb, you created them for a unique purpose. And I pray that your divine sovereign, sovereignty will give me the opportunity to pull that out of them. Holy Spirit, the governor of this realm, I pray you do your work today, that you'll speak through me and utilize me to give a word that only you have for them. And like I always say, Father, if I am not saying what you're saying, I'm wasting their time. So Father, speak through me in a mighty way. Jesus, let me do pray. Amen. The question I have for you today is who are you? Your answer to this question would determine who, W-R-A-Y, U, Y, will determine your way. Right now, if you look inside of you, there's a purpose, there's an identity, but so many young people are completely clueless about who they really are. The problem that I have that I want to share with you is that many young people are unaware of who they are. They think they know, but have no clue. Their ignorance is leading them to making bad investments. Many young people are unaware of who they are. They think they know, but have no clue. Their ignorance is leading them to making bad investments. There's three types of investment that you make every day. There's time, there's energy, and there's resources. Each and every one of you all have a purpose. I love this text, can I break it down for a minute? It says, for you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, my soul knows it very well. If I was to give another question, my question to you, what does your soul know? Do you even know who you are? He said that when I formed you in your mother's womb, when I needed you there, I gave you a unique purpose. It is crazy that within this flawed world, we begin to follow through and try to formulate our own way of life, but we forget about acknowledging the one that created it. And I know some of you right now are in some dark places right now. I know some of y'all, y'all been through some things that's kind of warped your worldview, that's kind of got you off your market, but I have a question for you. 
What is keeping you from discovering who you are? I was 19 when I found that I was an author. I was 19 when I found I was a motivational speaker. Let me ask you this, let me tell you something. I was too late to find that. I should have known that when I was born. So many of us are walking through life clueless of who we really are. We're navigating life without a compass. We're allowing so many external influences to dictate how we think. Listen, it's crazy how many of us make so much investment here as if we're going to live here forever. It's appointed for each and every one of us to die and after that the judgment. And the worst part of it is not death. The worst part is meeting your maker with empty hands. Meeting your maker without your purpose fulfilled. You don't have time to waste no more. If you are aware of the times we in some of the last of the last days and God has a purpose for this generation. And my question to you is, what's distracting you? I don't live as if tomorrow is promised. I live as if it's not promised because I can die today. And I want to make sure that when I see my maker face to face, he says, Josh, not partially done, but Josh, well done. I want to live life full, but not empty. I don't want to stand up for my maker and God be like, man, you still have about 20 books in you, son. You die with all those resources and purpose in you. What's keeping you from discovering who you are? Types of investments, I say there's time, there's energy, and there's resources. But let's get to my next point. The most wasted resource in our world today is youthful energy. The most wasted resource in our world today is youthful energy. What causes this type of waste? Number one, ignorance. Number two, insecurities. Number three, counterfeit interests. With all these resources we have, Google and social media and the internet, man, it's crazy how we search these big engines but won't search the God of the universe. That the Holy Spirit is 20 billion times greater than Google, but we search Google to find ourselves. When God is saying, I'm pressed, I can show you what to do now. Don't wait till you're 20 years old. Don't wait till you're 25 to start. Start now. Start seeking him while he's near. Let's keep going. Let's have a lot of notes, y'all. Satan doesn't want you to know who you are, so he sends distractions to cause the real you to become dormant. Satan doesn't want you to know who you are, so he sends distractions to cause the real you to become dormant. He wants you dormant, not dominant. I dominate this thing. I'm fully persuaded by who I am. Nobody can convince me otherwise. I know who I am. I know my God is true, I know he's able, I know he's real, therefore I don't waste my time. Many young people live life as if tomorrow is promised, but what if today was your last day? What if? It's a question that we have to ask ourselves. Am I eternally focused or am I earthly focused? It's crazy how many people spend a bunch of time and resources on a place they won't live the longest. The Bible says, don't lay up for yourselves treasures on this earth where moth and must can, not must, but moth and rust can destroy, and where thieves and must might be destroyed too. Well, thieves can break in and steal. He said, lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where none of those things get impacted. That's why I don't care when people look at my life and look like, well, he's not a millionaire. He's not a billionaire. I'm not invested here. That when I die and I meet my maker, I want to make sure I laid up something of value when I get there. The same transfer of dominance that happened in Eden, he's going to try to transfer it in your life now. He knows that he can't destroy you. 
But he knows the best way that I can do so is to get you to give him his domain, give him the dominance that you're supposed to have. Now let me get to what I really want to get to. Right now, who you are is inside of you. God doesn't make copies, he makes originals. Right now, who you are is inside of you. God doesn't make copies, he makes originals. Now we're going to talk about the differences between a copier and an original. But before I get into the difference between the two, let me give you a disclaimer. There is nothing wrong with being a copycat if you copy the right cat. The copying I'm referring to here is copying identities, not patterns. There's nothing wrong with copying somebody's patterns that's wise, that can set you up for success. But we're talking about copying identities. Look at your thumbprint. Just look at your thumbprint. Do you not know that there, were there would never be a person before you or a person living now or a person that would come in the future that would have that thumbprint? That you are fearfully and wonderfully made? That when God created you, he created you with unique fear, meaning he created you with reverence, that he took his time with you, that he also said that you are wonderfully made, meaning that he made you so unique that there's nobody else like you. It could be a bunch of speakers. It could be a billion of them, but it won't be one like me. You have to find your that's why my question is, who are you? Are you investing in the real you? Because school is coming. And it's going to be a bunch of uh, people that's going to try to draw you from your uniqueness. Let's talk about the difference between copiers and originals. Copiers, C-O-P-I-E-R-S. Copiers, number one, C, always compare themselves to others. A copier is a person who always compares themselves to others. They have no security in themselves, so they try to copy somebody else to be cool. Listen, I was talked about when I was in high school. Everybody picked on me. I had hot waters. I had surf sandwiches. Uh, you know, I was poor. You know, people had jokes. I grew up with a big head. They called me Ninja Turtle that couldn't put his head back in the shell. And they had all these kind of jokes. Very good joke. It's not about who laughs first. It's about who laughs last. So what happens is, if you get so caught up comparing yourself, because it's interesting, all of the cool people right now ain't gonna be cool at 30. right now in the wrong field? How many people got degrees and don't need them? That's why I'm so glad I found my promise. I've been doing this since I was 19. Six books, 53,000 subscribers, watched all over the world, books sold everywhere. I found myself. That's why, you know, I can cast a seed, I can preach to you, but what you gonna do? I'm just a man, but the Holy Spirit has in me to say, this is what I want you to do. Copiers always compare themselves with others. Copiers oh, always share outrage. You know what that means? They go to Twitter to find out what to be mad about. There's a difference between outrage and passion. There are some things I'm passionate about, but I'm not outraged about. And so what most people do, copiers, they be like, well, girl, what you mad at? Okay, I'll be mad at that too. What you mad at? Okay, I'll be mad at that too but there's no substance of true passion for the problem solving of that issue. Copiers number three P, procrastinate. They put off what's most important for something that of least value. 
Some of y'all play Fortnite, some of y'all do a bunch of different things, y'all have a lot of good outside things, but listen, anything you put before your purpose is a waste of time. You know why I only watch first take and uh, Undisputed, I only watch clips? I only got time to watch a three hour football game, three hour basketball game. Why don't I watch somebody else make their meals when I can make money? Copiers procrastinate. I'm on my seventh book, y'all. 1,500 videos. This ain't no game. Because I know I have a purpose. Listen, man, if it ain't making you no money, why are you wasting your time with it? See what I'm saying? Copiers are, because y'all gonna clap and waste my time. Copiers are, I'm joking. Copiers are, are insecure and dwelling in insecurities. Copiers are insecure. I struggle with insecurities, man. When I got married to my beautiful wife in the back, I, when I stood before Pastor Gould, I was insecure. When I became a husband, I never been a husband for so much business. Okay, God, it's real, real. You know what I'm saying? When I have children, I'm gonna be like, yo, this is real, real, real. But I know sometimes I can't love that insecurity because greatness is in me. There's gonna be people that's gonna talk about you, talk about your high water pants. That's probably in style now. But anyways, they're gonna talk about you. But insecure people, let me tell you about insecure people. Insecure people talk about me. Insecure respond to those insecure people that talk about them. I work at elementary school, you know what I tell the kids? Man, they said my mama was fat. I'm like, bro, is your mama fat? Even if it's true. <laughs> don't let, don't let what somebody else say about who you love cause you to be in anger. are emotionally invested in the wrong things. Emotionally invested. Emotionally. If your mind is not right, your emotions will be loose. If you don't know who you are, you will find yourself emotionally attached to the wrong person. Emotionally attached to what your dad said about you, what your mom said about you. My own father said, why you in ministry for ain't no money in that? Me and my father are great to this day. We cool. But I used to wonder, like, God, why are my pops not in the house? And God said, you know what? I remove and I replace what I remove. Because if he was in the house, at the infancy of my life, I would have adopted his ideologies, which would have caused me to pursue his dream for me. Listen, your mama can't do nothing for you in front of God. Your dad can't do nothing in front of God. You got to know who you are. Listen, it is your gift that makes room for you, not their idea. 
mom. Now, if you're under 18, I'd like to between you, pastor, and your, and your mom and dad. But what I'm saying is, life was not meant for retirement. It was meant for fulfillment. There's a spot that you were meant to fill. Let me keep going. It's only got about 10 minutes already. Good, great. All right, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Copiers are constantly relive their past mentally. Your past was never meant to be a place of residence. It was meant to be a place of reference. Meaning, I'm going to live in my past. Lazy people make excuses. They blame their dad. They blame their mom so they can have some excuse for not to execute on what they were supposed to execute on. See, my past... Listen, I refer to my past. I don't live there. You see what I'm saying? You got to get over that stuff quickly. Because hurt people hurt people. Healed people heal people. So how can you help somebody if you're still hurting? Let's quickly go. Copiers, last one, S, are stagnant. If you ain't moving, I ain't going to move. Listen, man, I don't got time to worry about who ain't walking with God. I'm walking with him. Okay, let me keep going. Let me keep going. How much time? How much time is Cleveland? Listen, look. Hey, y'all gonna get? Hey, I'm submitted. I'm submitted. Y'all gonna get me in trouble with Pastor? No, I'm going. Oh, 15 minutes. Now we cooking with grease. I'll be good. 15 minutes. An original. An original. Let's talk about the hundred percent in this room. An original. An original is old. Originals are observant. Insecurities are loud. Confidence is silent. If you hear them, they're insecure. Every room I walk in, I endeavor to be the thermostat, not the thermometer. See what I'm Discernment is key for your success. There is an unseen world right now that's trying to get and influence your mind. The music, the things you into, this thing, this stuff is like it's not so. This thing is defeated. The devil is about his business. So you got to look at your life and say, you know what? I'm going to be observant. I, listen, every time me and my wife go out there, you know what I'm doing? I'm always aware of every exit. She's so, she so used to it that I sit where I can see the door. I have to always be observant about where I am. That's why when I was in that room, I cast all, all demonic spirits that can't affect me because I know my authority. An original says, I'm going to observe before I serve. See what I'm saying? An original are, y'all a good group. Y'all a really good group. Y'all must have ate good back there. Original are, an original remembers differently and releases quickly. An original says, man, let me tell you this first. The enemy knows that the greatest weapon that he has against you are your memories. Significant moments leads you to significant memories. You can't forget your first at anything. You can't forget the, 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 the significant moments. You can't forget it. But through the Holy Spirit, through the renewing of your mind, you can remember that differently. Listen, what you're going through right now, well, it's 12 to 18, right? Y'all are on chapter 12 to 18 of your life. Don't get discouraged because this chapter is not good. Who's the author and the finisher of your faith? Who's the author of your 
chapter 16. Don't kill yourself. Don't die before chapter 23 when a breakthrough was coming. The devil wants you to... An original remembers differently. And they release quickly. I got to let that go because I got a purpose. Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. That's what you have to do. Because what they did is setting you up for your story. You can't have a message without a mess. You can't have a testimony without a test. So you have to go through life to see the rest. An original, an original, an original. An original. An original, ah. This is one of my favorite points. One of my favorite points. An original, well, I got nine minutes. Original, ah. Itemize their ideas and produce residual income and residual impact. What does that mean? An idea is nothing if it's not itemized. An idea is nothing if it's not itemized. Now, what does that mean? Every time God says, Josh, write a book, I get it done. Six books on my seventh one. Every 29th of the month, there's a royalty check that drops in my account. Right? Now, my videos, every day I'm getting a message from somebody, they're being impacted. See, I produce my ideas because I know I'm going to get residual income from that and I'm also gonna get residual impact. Right now, I'm making money and I'm impacting lives where I'm at right now. That's how you wanna set your life up. An original says, you know what, an original says, you know what, this is my idea, God. Now you're gonna feel some inadequacies because God is gonna always give you things bigger than you because if he gave you a human-sized dream, then you won't need God. God always give you God-sized dreams so that he can incorporate himself in you. So every dream that God gives you, you're still inadequate. But you gotta do it. I had a lot of people say, well, why are you doing videos, man? Why are you doing that? That was back in 2000. Some of y'all weren't even born. Y'all probably were born. That was back in 2008. <laughs> 2008 was when I wrote my first book, 2008. That was, before, that was before YouTube. That was way before Instagram. It was a whole different era. But I trusted the guy that told me to do it. Could you be setting yourself up for poverty because you don't have no true trust in the gift that God has placed in God is not going to be in the business of giving you money. God gives you an idea that makes money. Because if God continues to give you money, you'll be dependent. God can't get a check. God can't get a bag. No, God says, here, work on this. Let's keep going because I got I to hurry up. An original, real quickly, real quickly. An original G are grateful and always give God the glory. Originals are grateful. Listen, I'm, I'm really good at what I do because of him. I'm only good because of him. So everything I do, I have to give him glory. It's not of me. That's why God will have or write a chapter or story in your life where you can't give nobody the glory but him. I, original, second I, constantly find ways to increase their value. And originals are in, uh, intentional. They, they say, how can I increase value? Don't care. Don't worry about what school you at, who you sitting beside. Don't worry about where you are. Just blossom wherever you planted. Because if God placed you there, there's a purpose for you there. And original, real quickly, in 
are okay with saying no and say no often. An original, listen, no is one of my, okay, after Jesus, after Brittany, after <laughs> a lot of words. That's my wife. It was like, <laughs> don't get to it. But what I'm saying is, no is one of the top words in my vocabulary. The Bible says, yet let your yes be yes, your no be no, anything beyond that is sin. What does that mean? Yes means I have the energy to do it and I feel led to do it, so I'm going to do it. No means, you know what, even if I do have the energy, I'm just not going to do it. You got to know your purpose so that you'll know what to say no to, who to say no to. And original, real quickly, A, always acknowledge God and are self-aware. They know, they, can't, they, they, they know that every step they take has to be positioned by him quickly. L, originals are long-suffering, patient. Listen, I've been in this thing since 19, that's 14 years, but I've been in ministry for 11, right? That's a long time. Don't overestimate what you can do in a year and underestimate what you can do in a decade. Give yourself time. Original says, you know what, I'll suffer long because I know the suffering has a purpose. Last but not least, originals are steadfast. They know who they are and they don't move. Now, real quickly, I don't know how much time I have left. Five, Five minutes, perfect. How to properly invest in you. That's what I wanted to get to. How to properly invest in you. I interact and identify with God daily. Be self-in-tune and self-improving. Meaning, in order for me to properly invest in me, I have to always interact with God daily. He's your closest friend, man. The greatest resource you have is the Holy Spirit. I talk to him every day because I know my purpose. In order for me to properly invest in me, I got to interact and identify with God daily and be self-in-tune and self-improving. Next one. How to properly invest in you in, know what to say no to and say no to it. V, how to properly invest in you, turn the volume off to every contradictory voice. Don't even turn it down, turn it off. And even if they still talk and turn them off here. I, taught, I had to speak last night to another youth group. And I told them, when someone, if you don't know your purpose, you will have the person say what they say and it'll go right to your heart. But when you know who you are, you let it go in one ear and out the other because you know anything you put in your heart, that's what you become. So turn their voice off. But how can you turn that volume down if you don't know who you are? How to properly invest in you eat, empty out all resentment and unforgiveness in your heart. How can you invest in you if you're so full of stuff that's hurting you? S, how to properly invest in you? Surround yourself with accountable accountability. If you have more than three friends, you're setting yourself up to fail. Is that simple? Surround yourself with accountable accountability. Meaning, if they're not committed to God, they're not going to be committed to you. You gotta make sure, hey, man, you walk with God. If you're not, I'm gonna walk by myself. They gotta be held accountable. Last but not least, T, how to properly invest in you. Take your time and recognize the value of time and maximize it. Last but not least, take care of your temple and the treasures in it. You are a temple. About two years ago, I was 310 pounds. I was a big boy. <laughs> now I'm 260. I got to take care of this temple. I can't die on it. I got to take care of this temple and the treasure in it. That's how you properly invest in yourself. And my last point, I'm out your way. Divine observance leads to desired outcomes. 
Desired outcomes lead to disciplined outputs. Disciplined outputs leads to your destiny occupied. Now, what does that mean? When I observe the divine and I get to know God, then my desires will become his desires. Then I begin to set desired outcomes for my life. This next school year, you got to establish desired outcomes for your life. What do you want to be the fruit of your life this time next year? You got to say, Lord, what is, what, what's going to be the outcome of my life? Because whatever your desired outcomes are will determine your disciplines. And your disciplines will ensure you reach your destiny. For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I love that part, and I'm done. It says, in your mother's womb. Do you not know that your mother's womb was the darkest place of your life ever? And if God was present in that darkest moment of your life, it doesn't matter what dark moment you are now, the same God that knitted you and formed you in the darkest place that you've ever been in your life, which is your mother's womb, he say, I'm here with you. I don't care what you're going through in life. Heal up. He's there to help you. I don't care what those people's voices are. You do his will. People talk crazy about me, but they're quiet now. If you want them to keep talking, don't fulfill your purpose. My last question for you, what return will you receive five to 10 years from now from the investments you are making today? 10 or 20 years from now, you're either going to be on the front porch rejoicing of your decisions or regretting them. At least when you get 30, my age, 33 or 40 or 50, you'll be proud of me. That's my time.